here we go. This is Happening with Mark Zito and Ryan Sampson. I'm Mark Zito. I'm Ryan Sampson. And this is Happening. A little bit of a, I guess it's a bonus. It's a make good. Uh, we canceled one earlier this week because Ryan Cause has Because I wasn't feeling good, yeah. How are you feeling? I feel tremendously better today. Today is like, yeah, I'm back. I got, by the way, I, I, I feel like I should admit this on the subject of COVID. I sinned yesterday by responding to a, a COVID post on a message board on, a, on Facebook what did you what was it and what did you say is it was it was it was it still somebody that's like ivermectin work there's a new study out no it's not even that which by the way doesn't it kind of work now i don't even know i thought that was like probably it was fine what what it was it was somebody that posted like ah the good old mass days are they coming back and i was just like i i somebody said we're in the midst of cold and flu season and people are adapting by using a COVID era response and i was like well to be fair and maybe this is me personally, but I don't think it's like the worst idea to wear a mask. Like, no, a, I don't think so either. A, but the people like masks don't work. I'm like, all right, I don't a, know. That's 100 percent right. I don't think that's right at all. And and again, like this could be. I, a I don't think they're 100 percent effective. Well, okay, so that's where. So I just post like, hey, look, you know, it could just been circumstance because I wasn't going out as much, but I got sick way less. During, you know, 2020, 2021, when I was wearing a mask, like, you know, I was good for like the average person. I was good for a couple colds or whatever a year. And I didn't get them. I mean, listen, condoms are 98 percent effective. Yeah. (laughs) The way that I've always looked at it is people like masks don't work, but there's like an effectivity to masks that are somewhere like that. Right. Like they do have they are very effective. So So saying you're not going to like use condoms because they're only 98 percent effective is sort of what these people are saying. So this one woman goes, my co-worker is just getting over influenza. A client came in and sat across from me idly chit chatting about how they currently have covid to which I just said. (laughs) The person with COVID who did that is clearly a psychopath. Yeah. And this fucking guy responds to me and goes, like, I'm just kind of like, I was literally, um, I was just taking an Uber. I was on an Uber ride. So I was just kind of like killing time in the backseat. So I just responded to that saying that because I, I know this person in passing. And this okay. random guy jumps in and goes, on what grounds? If people are scared, they got a shot, which was foolproof and prevents catching it, right? And I was like, okay, first of all, No, dude, that's no. It was never said, no. Yeah, like, I was like, fucking, first of all, you're, like, trying to say that I made an argument that I didn't make. <laughs> Secondly, on the same grounds that if you sat across from me and were like, I have the flu, I'd be like, get the fuck away from me. I wasn't thinking, I wouldn't say, oh my God, I'm going to die from right. the flu. I would just but I don't like, want to go through it. You're an inconsiderate asshole. Oh my God. I love it. Like, on what grounds is that person a psychopath? I don't know. Are you walking around with MRSA? Like it's like it's like it's like I'm just an idiot. Yeah, that's uh, that's crazy. And then it became masks don't work, and I was like, whoa, fuck, why did I do this? Because like, there's there's still fucking idiot. I love it because this is I'll be honest, this is in the Cavino and Rich listeners group. Yeah, I almost have a feel like there's almost part of me that like I can guess who it is. No, there's you like can't. A, I don't know like these a... people. These okay. these are not people I've heard of. But what is what was hilarious is like this one guy goes. If if you still don't wear some shit like, you know, if you're wearing a mask, oh, with the mountains of data showing masks have zero effectiveness, the only people wearing them are those too ignorant to interpret data. And I was like, what? What? Do you realize what a fucking moron you sound like? I mean, to me, listen, to me, this is condoms are only 98% effective, so I'm going into the orgy raw. Yes. It's like, what are you, what are you doing? I, I don't understand. And and then it's just because like I could understand somebody being like, listen, they're not as effective as we thought or it's like, but but then like a doctor is like, well, actually, I disagree. And he's like, you're wrong. Like, you're, <laughs> yeah. Fuck your six years of medical school. You ridiculous douchebag. And then I, of course, <laughs> I, of course, went to this guy's page like an asshole. And I'm looking and I was like, I should have known. You know that Leonardo DiCaprio scene i think it's from the great gatsby the meme of him like toasting 
I always thought, oh yes, the toasting one. I thought you were talking about the 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 shit smile face from I guess is that uh Django? Yes, yeah. Yeah. No, it's the toasting one, but he's got okay. that on his page and it's Kyle Rittenhouse's head on it. And I was just oh. like, okay, you know, it's really I just don't understand. I will never and I know this is old hat, so we're not gonna stay on this long, right? But I just I can I will never understand how we embraced debate in this country to the point where scientific fact and health and safety became political. I mean, I did. I, I do just believe a few seconds ago you said, yeah, I think ivermectin works now. I thought I saw that on a thing. I But if somebody were to. Yeah, you me- probably did, because if the same person that, that has the Kyle Rittenhouse meme every two months is posting memes like masks don't work. Ivermectin worked. Why weren't you taking hydrochloroquine? Like like they're, they're, it's it's just a repeat of posts. They're, 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 it's grievance posts now from the pandemic. So wait, so uh, in all sincerity, but like the difference between I think me and the average person was if somebody were to put a real study in front of me, like like now I'm I just clicked. Now granted, this is a year old this article, but from the FDA, why you should not use iver what is it ivermectin to treat COVID? It's like oh okay, well like now it's like I, now I've seen something in a reputable source, so I guess that's wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, the latest one is researchers at the University of Kansas Medical Center were part of a multi-site collaboration that found that ivermectin has I have no measurable effect in improving COVID-19 outcomes. All right, great. Sounds like an actual study that I will now believe. <laughs> and, and no, but know. that's what like you're, it was very funny that the exact point you're making, like you had just done. You're like, well, I thought I saw somewhere that actually that was a but, thing. But by the way, I wouldn't have said that as fact anywhere. I I just like literally in passing because it trends on Twitter every so often. And let me tell you, the the first thing that I'm doing is when I get if I get COVID again, which you know odds seem to favor that that will happen at some point. Is, is taking horse to warmer? Well, it's not even that. I'm going to a fucking doctor and being like, what do you recommend? And if he says I think take that, I'd be like, all right, it is Paxlovid, yes. But if the doctor were to say, I fully believe in this, I've there's a bunch of peer-reviewed studies, I'd say, okay. Because I trust a doctor, yes. not this dude on the internet. Also, do your own re- He did his own research, Mark. Do your own research. Kyle Rittenhouse... I don't think we've ever really talked about him on the show. By the way, I love that we're like, hey, bonus Christmas effort. Yeah, right. <laughs> Kyle, well, let me tell you, my, hol- my holiday decree is that Kyle Rittenhouse is such a swarmy fuck. I allegedly think he's a swarmy fuck because I know he's a little Sue happy. Okay. But he just sucks. Like everything, yeah. like he he tweeted something like a, a week, a month or so ago. I think I saw it going around. It was like people need to learn respect. It's like, bro, why don't you <laughs> shut the fuck up forever, <laughs> forever? That's not that's not gonna happen. But it's it's just uh, he he listen. Here's the thing: is he 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 really is he's a vigilante murderer, mm-hmm. right? Allegedly, like, allegedly. I and and um. He has to, I think, do something again on that level to maintain uh, people remembering him. Wait, you're saying he needs to go out and vigilante murder somebody else? Or he needs to do something incredibly ignorant like that like again. fucking in order- OJ looking for another blonde woman. I, I don't think that's a good idea at all for <laughs> well, him. Well, I'm saying that he his importance in, in, a, in a particular movement, he'll become more martyr-like as time goes oh, on. Oh, totally. But, but, but on some level, I almost understand what's happening to him because it's like if you kill somebody and then they like what other choice do you have like let's assume the option let's of assume being he like, didn't have to cross state lines le- no what i'm saying is let's assume the option of oh my god i did that i should go to jail isn't on the table because the average person even if they feel remorse is not gonna be like yeah lock me up right All so right, fair it, uh, where i'm going with this is on some you level haven't, you haven't been watching uh, inside man no on some level, you almost have to lean into it to to live with yourself. Yes, like he, you he, have to you have to believe that you were right, and you yes. And so, of course, he's going to act like this victim forever and be this martyr. Because what other choice is there? Is oh, he going to manage he's... a fucking Kroger's? Like, like what you know? I don't think he's acting. I think it's I think it's real. I think no, from, that's from... what I'm saying. Like at a certain point, you believe your own bullshit. Yeah. I, th- I but I I believe I I would almost look at this more like you know because he was young. This is this is what the people around him were telling him. 
Yeah, but then he became, on some level, you could argue, their meal ticket. It's like, oh, let's, yep. Kyle Rittenhouse is going to be a guy who speaks somewhere or something. <laughs> just for what? I, I'm just more amazed that every, like, and I'm disappointed every time. And, I, and I'm waiting for one day. You know how, like, you look down and you when see somebody trending? When a news report trending? starts with tragic news, you're like, no, it wasn't that. <laughs> I know. Well, like you look down and you see somebody trending and like you see Robert Duvall. Right. And you're like, oh, <laughs> and then it's like, remember him in, in, in um, this movie? And you're like, OK, good. He's fine. Well, but I'm waiting one day to look down and see Kyle Rittenhouse and not that he died, but that he's been arrested. Sort of like in the OJ scenario. Yeah. Where OJ like went to jail for something else completely stupid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I would I would love that. I would love that. So, so much. Uh, like, t- I'm waiting for Kyle Rittenhouse to, like, get a DUI and mouth off to a cop and punch him. Yeah. This is freedom. I'll do what I want. <laughs> I, uh, it was a tough week on Twitter because and I knew this going into the week, so I wasn't alarmed. But it was Bob Barker's birthday and Dick Van Dyke's birthday. So they were both trending on different days. And if you're over, I would say, 76 and you're trending. Whew. I know. There's a moment when you click that mouse where you're like, I don't know. That's what, I, yeah, that's what I was just saying. When you see Robert Duvall, you're I, like, oh, I know. God. I know that's, 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 sometimes you Sorry. bring things up and then I say, yeah, I, I get it. That jogs a point, jogs a memory of mine. I may work with, with people sometimes that you say something and then they repeat exactly what you said and have no idea you actually said it. Uh, it might be a little more of a traumatic response. than It's amazing else. that no one's listening to each other on your other show. <laughs> That doesn't come across at all. Just saying, sometimes it happens. Oh, man. We might repeat information every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so so just the... Anyway, um, fuck that guy. And uh, I guess I am of the belief that masks work. If somebody can send me an actual study that says they don't, for the love of God, I would love to see it. Holiday special. Holiday special. Hey, we still got two shows next week, too. We can get really heavy into the holidays. That's you know? fair. We're, That's by really the way, we're here Wednesday and Thursday next week because I am. Oh, God. Think about it. If you're thinking holidays, you know what we're going to get is the is the January 6th committee might put its report out. Really? Oh, yeah. So we really could have some fun on the shows um, next week. Is there like a do we have to like talk about January 6th and hush tones every January 6th now? What do you mean in hush like, do tones? Do we have to like remember it and be like it's January 6, 2023 marking 2 years since the siege on the Capitol. Like I it was a fucked up thing that happened that only half the country seems to give a shit about and eh, let's just move on. It's sort of yeah. my take on that i think it's going to be unfortunately you're going to hear things like that for a long time if we're in if we're in this political arena we might as well stick here for a minute and talk about uh former president donald trump's big announcement today oh my god people were so like when he said he was making a big announcement the things people thought he was going to announce like but they're always so sad. Like, there's a group of Trump supporters on Twitter, or not Twitter, I mean, I guess Twitter, but also Truth Social or wherever, yeah. where he'll post, like, tomorrow, major announcement, and they'll be like, he's finally doing it. He's invoking Article 742 and fucking the country. He's getting back in power. It's like, what do you people think this man in Florida can do? Well, on some levels, it's people on the other side of the political spectrum doing exactly the same thing. Like, whatever this announcement is, don't let the fascist move through with it. You know, like, like it's the same mentality of he's going to do something absolutely unprecedented uh, and like, yeah, Brook- and, and world changing. Brooklyn dad I- still sucks. Guy, that bearded guy who's just blows defiant dad or it's like just everyone chill the fuck out. Um, I really think on this one that he should find our friend Henry Winkler and grab his hand and make a leap across a a swimming fish. Feel as though Donald Trump, this is the moment Donald Trump jumped the shark. Not with any of his other stupid fucking business ideas. This might be the actual fucking one. Ryan, do you want to tell everyone what his major announcement was? Uh, he announced digital trading cards. <laughs> that, that major announcement. That like you can buy new toys. That like show off his his career in life or something. He posted, and I'm just imagining how sad a, a situation. Like, look, 
I guess if I'm a fan of Tom Brady or John Mayer and I have memorabilia, on some level it's the same thing, okay? But, like, this may... The difference, I would say, is when I buy a John Mayer t-shirt, right? Although that money might eventually get to John Mayer, John Mayer isn't famous for, on some level, being a giant grifter, right? Yeah. And so when this guy says, buy virtual (laughs) trading cards that celebrate my career, I just feel some so bad for some like Oklahoma 60 year old dad that's like I got my Donald Trump digital trading cards like oh. dude what the fuck are these like gold rim dishes what are you gonna do with these they're they're beanie babies don't do commemorative it commemorative coin I, but but this is this is more like remember his last major announcement was he's running for president yeah which by the way that has to just be to distract from the investigation and stuff right because he's done almost nothing that a presidential candidate would do after that right well yeah I guess that's sort of the point is that people thought is that when I said people on the left were freaking out is they thought that somehow this announcement was going to be related to a presidential campaign or something that a president would do or like a campaign promise or something you know I'm going to forever abolish the draft or if put me back in office and taxes will be like everyone will pay 15 percent taxes you know the steve forbes plan or whatever but no he's like buy my buy my digital trading cards what's the buy my nba top shot donald trump cards dude i saw a um i saw like a a tweet that was along the lines of like it must be so expensive to be an ultra conservative because you have to buy these like Donald Trump bullshit trading cards, oh, God, Alex Jones's stupid health supplements, uh, Bill O'Reilly releases like four books a year. It's yeah. just like it's very expensive. And especially, I would imagine, Killing with Captain the, Kangaroo with the liberal inflation. Uh, are you going to get Donald Trump trading cards? Probably not. No. Did you have trading cards growing up? Yeah, a lot. One of my 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 best friend growing up, his father owned a baseball card company, so I was immersed in baseball cards. You could say. So is it one of those things? Now, did you like the players, or did you just like the cards? I liked the players. I was a big I was a big Pirates fan. Mm-hmm. So you know, if you were anyone on the Pirates, you were you were now, a hero. Are you one of those people that believes like your mom? threw away millions of dollars in trading cards she did not they still all exist um my parents were thoroughly warned about this okay so why have you not gone through them so i any i haven't gone through them because i pretty much know that there's nothing in there um the cards that i did that i knew or i thought would be valuable someday i set aside Okay. Um, it, and um uh I don't, you know, I I have I have rookies from I have I have like the rookie cards you want from a t- particular period of time. And for a minute they were worth money and they're not worth money anymore. One of the people may have cheated. Oh, Barry Bonds? Yeah. Yeah. I still don't give a shit about that. Who cares? Should be in the Hall of Fame. I might have a couple old cards sitting around that I don't know about that are like put away with the valuable ones that are worth something because he, so my friend's dad used to, he, when you went to a baseball game yeah, and you bought like, uh, you know, like you went to the baseball game with your parents and you bought a Red Sox team pack. Yeah. That came from my friend's business. Okay. If you bought, if you bought a team pack of cards at a stadium, that came from my friend's business. Okay. They, they would like, it was really cool, dude. You go into the warehouse and they had these giant like tables. They look like drafting tables that an architect would use or something. Yeah. But there was, I forget how many, was there 28 teams or 30 teams or whatever back then? However many, there was yeah. that many slots. Yeah. And they would just, they would just, they would just bring in crates and crates and pallets of Fleer and sports flicks and tops and everything. And people like, like there would be some people working on the Fleers and some people working on the sports flicks and some people working on tops and they would just open up the card, throw the gum away and sort it. And the good players, um, might've gone to the side. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, anyway. And uh, that's why you got, like, if you opened up a team pack, you would have gotten three of the same player in the pack. <laughs> Because they took out all the valuable ones. Well, not that they were taking out all the valuable ones, but just the way they sorted is each slot was for a team. So you'd go through and the Twins there, you know, the Red Sox there, the Pirates there, the the Yankees there. And, and just because the common cards, you know, there were common cards, it, it would happen that just the way they sorted out, you would end up with multiples. 
because they weren't going through once once that little stack got full once they were like i forget if it was like each each one was different it might have been 10 cards it might have been 25 cards but once that stack was full they just set it to the side and wrapped it and sent it off to be sold they didn't look through to see if they had accidentally put two andy van slikes in got it got it what else is uh going on in the world today uh this is on uh jalopnik okay um passengers kicked off flight for saying penis okay thinks penalty too stiff <laughs> all right first does it give their ages uh it does not give their ages um it said the flight attendants kicked three passengers off a flight in flint michigan monday night with two of them ejected for returning referring to a certain part of the sexual anatomy okay one this is hilarious <laughs> two i have to imagine they were, they were playing the penis game Yes, that's probably what it sounds like they were doing. Now, we all know what the penis game is, right? You keep saying it uh, progressively more louder. Yeah, and the person who says penis the loudest wins, (laughs) which is just a hilarious game that teenage boys made up at some point. Now, there's two... two, There's two versions of the story, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, Jason says that him and his father were flying to Florida to help to help him move when they were approached by the flight staff. They said no reason was given for the removal until they were brought off the flight. Finally, the Flint Police and Airport Authority came over and said they were removed because they said the word penis on board an airplane. He said, I meant it in no derogatory way. I mean, it's part of the male anatomy, and we were literally kicked off an airplane. What the Flint. fuck rule is it that you can't? Okay, so what is the flight attendant? Rule? Crew members in uh, there were literally two. Uh, let me see where the crew member uh, thing starts. Crew members uh, instructed them to seize their unruly behavior. The passengers failed to comply. As a result, both were deplaned and recommended to other flights, reaccommodated to other flights. What I- the decision was made with the utmost safety of our customers and crew in mind. No, fucking wasn't. Also. One, I mean, I believe I believe the flight attendants. I probably believe the flight attendants too. How embarrassing is it if you're this kid's dad? Like, was the dad playing? What were they talking? No, I think the dad was playing too. I think the dad was in on the game. Dude, that's not a good look. That's (laughs) that's a terrible look. I mean, maybe it said it was three people. It didn't say who the third. I think it. You can't play the penis game with your dad. It defeats it's, the whole purpose. It sounds like mom, dad, and son. Maybe I'm reading it wrong. Maybe I'm misunderstanding. I don't want to accidentally uh, cast dispersions on somebody. I apologize if I got the story now, a little Now, let me incorrect. tell you this, though. <laughs> An all-time round of the penis game, I'd have to say. Imagine they come over. They, they two have been yelling penis louder and louder. They come over. They're like, listen, stop it. And then they turn around and somebody yells penis even louder. <laughs> oh, what a moment. Worth getting kicked off the flight. What's so funny to me, though, is when they're like, listen, we told them to get off this plane and we just put them on another one. And it's like, okay, so big pun. We it's like uh, the Mitch Hedberg fishing joke. I didn't want to do anything. I just wanted to make you late. Yeah. But the thing the thing is also in that point, you're saying like that almost implies to me that your flight attendants can just set like personal ground rules. I think they can. That is bullshit. I agree. But I do think that there is a, a certain amount of discretion given to flight crew. Yeah. And which is which is always... good. But also they anywhere where, where that discretion is given out, it isn't always going to be used properly. It's just we're here for your safety. I don't trust you at all. I people I mean like I've had you know I have friends that are flight attendants and, yeah and it is that is their job is not to get you a drink it I is know to, it is to get you off a burning airplane uh-huh uh-huh because <laughs> let me tell you the the number of times a plane crashes and everyone walks off due to the due to the flight attendants is how many would how many times you say that happens between zero and once I, I, I mean like the only one that I know is the one that I, it everyone happened a couple, knows it happened a couple blocks away from my office, so it was, like, really close to me. And everyone walked off. Are we talking about Sully? Yeah. That's the only one that was so odd that they made a Tom Hanks movie about it. <laughs> no, there's other ones. Yeah, okay. I just, just the, the idea... <laughs> are you gonna, are you willing to help in the event of an emergency? No! 
but I want leg room. <laughs> Dude, I had the last time I took a flight, th- I thought the emergency door was going to pop off. I've never been so paranoid in my life that something was wrong. Yeah, you've brought this up, but that's why yeah. you just got to make sure your seatbelt's on. No, no, I'd be dead. Are you kidding me? Really? Yes. Why? Uh, the seat is going out. If that if that emergency, if like the window, if I'm on the window seat of an emergency aisle and the window goes out, my head is what is plugging the hole and my brain uh, is, is going to be scattered. Yeah, it exactly is what would happen. And it would be scattered over Kansas. I don't think that's 100%. what would happen. percent. I don't think that's what would happen. What do you think would happen? Well, I mean, granted, I know that the planes aren't this high when they do this, but like, what about people who jump out of planes? They don't, they don't get their heads sucked through the window. The cabin's not pressurized. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Wait, what would happen? <laughs> my head would plug the hole and my brains would be spread over Kansas or wherever it happened to happen. If a passenger window blows out, there'll be a bang, a whoosh for a couple of seconds as the air pressure escapes. Fog will form in the cabin and it'll get quite chilly quite chilly <laughs> okay it doesn't say that your fucking brain's gonna flash through the window it will it says you're you have no idea i i actually do i that's what would happen i'm telling you like you don't like if you're if you're the person who is right next to a decompression point you're pretty fucked i'm telling you that i think if, there the, would... if the if if the whole door fell off my seat's going with it i would totally expect that row of seats like the two rows of seats right near the window to go out with the door Okay, so this is bad. On a trip on April 17th, 2018, on a trip from New York... Is this the Southwest lady? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so she... See, this is why you don't fly Southwest. (laughs) Uh, At an altitude of over 32,000 feet, the woman sitting next to the window was pulled out of it. Other passengers quickly reacted and pulled her back into her seat. The plane made an emergency landing, but the passenger was dead. So, I don't want to make light of this. However... It's what would happen to you. It like it is. It is. I sit on windows, but but boy, that one. I really thought something was fucking. You finally with this get plane. to see, see. This is funny because you normally bitch that you need a window, but it seems yep. like the window would be your undoing in this situation. And, you know, it's a little bit of a game of chicken. Now, tough moment. So this emergency landing, yeah, but. I have to. Did the woman die immediately? Because otherwise, imagine you're she, in that. Her, middle. She was sucked out the window. They say they pulled her back in. So with that being the case, what I'm getting at is, so you pull in this, I guess, corpse, and then calmly sit next to it as you as you I land? Mean, think about cattle mutilations. Huh? What? You know, like they say, you know, the farmers that say their cattles are abducted by aliens, and there's just like a leather, empty corpse in the middle of a field. Okay. There's no, there's no guts or anything. Oh. I don't know about that. It's weird. I imagine, here's how I imagine that would go down. Um, the, the window would break. Everyone would be like, fuck, 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 fuck. The woman would be half out the thing. You'd pull her back in. Her dead body would now be next to you. And then they'd be like, we need to make an emergency landing. And the flight attendant would walk over the row and be like, sir, I need you to unplug your cell phone charger. <laughs> That's probably exactly what would happen. Yeah, I know. I know. I, uh, they'd have to get the plane down very quickly because it's cold up there. Yeah, I'd probably be more like, there's this dead body next to me. I don't realize how cold it is. Right. Anyway, uh, what else we got? So the uh, media most influential in news media 2022 list was released. Okay. I didn't know if you wanted to uh, maybe take a look at... uh, Sure. Take a look at that. For some reason, it's only giving me the top five now, and I wanted the whole list. I thought I sent you the entire list. No, I I only got the top five. Oh, you only got the top five. Oh, wait, here it is. Okay, if I go all the way back to page one, I can start at the beginning. Great. How many people are on the list? 75. Okay, obviously don't do that. All right, where where should I start? Not 75. I don't know, 15? 15? I mean, there's only, there's only, there's only, we have 23 minutes left in the show. Yeah, well, we don't have to discuss every person. We also don't need to read a 75-person list. How about 15? Top 15. What? Top 15? I oh, I just found 25, too. Fine. No, we're going to start at 25. Okay. 25. I don't, even bet, I don't even think I'm going to know most of these people. All right, yeah, let's find out. These are the most influential people. Well, that's the thing is the 75 to 25, I think, are the people you would know. Those were a lot of reporters and show hosts and okay. things like that. Now, as we're getting into the top 25, like 
there's some executives mixed in. I want to be on that big swinging dick list that they release where they're like, listen, this guy's a power. Really, all those things ever are. If you read about an executive that's being written up in like the Power 100 or whatever, they'll be like, he oversaw X, Y, Z. It's always just a bunch of shit that other people did. Like, well, like we're going to get they one just of the happen most... to be in charge <laughs> in charge of it. Right. Well, they're very good at making, uh, you know, saying that they had something to do with it. Mm-hmm. All right. So 25. So we're going to we we're starting at number 25. We're going to get to a surprise very quickly. Actually. Oh, OK. Um, number 25, Jonathan Carl. Who? Who? Jonathan Carl works for ABC, the chief political correspondent for ABC News. OK. OK. Uh, number 24, Anderson Cooper. 24. Yeah. So there's 23 people more powerful in news than Anderson Cooper? You want to know who number 23 is that they say is more powerful in news than Anderson Cooper? I told you a big surprise was coming. Who? Charlemagne the God. Huh. I mean, it, like, like I, I'm not, I don't want to, I don't want to disrupt from that accomplishment from him at all. But on some level, you know, he has the same job that I do. He's a, he's a music morning radio host. I mean, he also he's, had a show on Comedy Central. True, but he's more entertainment, and the fact that he's that high on a news list, I think, says more about the news than it says. Well, I think uh, it, it. I think it. It speaks to the demographic that probably trusts him. That's true. More than they would uh, Anderson Cooper. That's very true. I think that's probably what's going on there, and I think it's actually a a, a word like you know if, if Charlemagne says something, I bet you could argue that it 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 hits more ears. Than if Anderson Cooper does, hundred percent. That's what. That's what. I, yeah, you're you're making the point better than me. You're making the point better. Number twenty two, Megan Kelly. Oh, our colleague. Yes. Cool. Number twenty one. Yeah. Yeah. Just move on as fast as possible. Kara Swisher. Who is that? You don't know who Kara Swisher is? No, man. You See, seem you to know- sit around watching a lot of shitty news all the time. I don't do that. I do, but she's been in so many like shows as like a cameo. So she's a tech reporter, and she's famous because she always wears sunglasses. Why would a tech reporter be above Megyn Kelly and Anderson Cooper? She so she does. Um, I, I don't know, but for the last so many years, I've always known that if there's like a big thing that happens on the internet, she's the first reporter everybody goes to. So he said he'd buy it for $44 billion. <laughs> like, I think she probably can text Elon if she wants. So cool for her. While I see, while much of her last two months have focused on her longtime subject, Elon Musk, who she recently called the greatest disappointment. Swisher tackles everything from the economy to politics to Taylor Swift. Dude, Elon Musk has had quite the fuck. Like, he was like sort of okay, I feel like, a year ago. We were all like, what a weirdo, whatever. Now he's just like a douchebag. Unless, I guess, you're on the alt-right, in which case you're like, this guy's the man. All of a I, I think he's the Joker. But I, I, you're, you're right. You're more and more right on that every day. Um, number 20. Um, uh, not as surprising, a little more disappointing. Uh, Joe Rogan. Okay. Not as surprising, though, at all. Number 19, Peter Ducey. Okay. Um, you go to school with him or reporter, Or White House reporter, sorry. White House reporter for Fox News. With... No. Do I No, I went to school with Scott McFarlane. Okay. And Chris Glore. Okay. Number 18, uh, Rashida Jones, Cesar Conde, and Noah Oppenheim. They are... Uh, uh, Rashida Jones was made uh, history when she was named the president of MSNBC, becoming the highest ranking black woman in television news. Right. Anytime I hear that name, I, of course, think of uh, Quincy Jones's daughter. And then I get confused. And I'm like, when did she get into news before (laughs) remembering that it's a different Rashida Jones? Different Rashida Jones. Um, So these are NBC News people. Okay. Uh, number 17, the hosts of The View, Whoopi Goldberg, Jay, Joy Behar, Sonny Hostin, Sarah Haynes, Alyssa Farron Griffin, and Anna Navarro. Okay. That's pretty self-explanatory. Another uh, number 16, uh, I, I didn't see last year's list, but I imagine that this was a big shot up. Okay. Uh, Jesse Waters. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see. Number 15, where Mark wanted to start. See, this is what happens if we would have started at number 15. Alex Jones. No, Don Lemon, Caitlin Collins, and Poppy Harlow. Uh, that one seems a little artificial since that is a brand new show that only started like a month ago. Yeah, but Dan- Don Lemon. I guess is just known. sort of group. They probably should have been on there, whatever. Okay. 
So that's three of them. That's just that's just a show ranking. Well, you see, that's what they're doing in these ones here is they sort of rank them next because that's the CNN morning show, right? And then at number 14 is Fox and Friends. It's Steve Ducey, Ainsley Earhart, and Brian Kilmeade. See, why Why can't they... I would like. I would rather them put these people on their own so then there'd be infighting. Right. That's what I want. This thing is trying to be nice. Well, because right now I feel like, you know, Steve Ducey every once in a while throws out some like, hey, guys, you know, that's really crazy, right? And then everyone's like, shut up, dude. We're not supposed to say that. <laughs> I I think they should do ratings on each host. Like they it, like it'd be like if this show if they were like Ryan's the number two most influential person and Mark is eighteen. <laughs> I'd be like, wait, what? What? Why? There'd be this weird like, shh, Mark, shut up. I'm talking. I'm influential. And I'd be like, all right, man. I get they did say it. Last week, I remember you not even knowing that this person was a journalist. It's, I don't know a lot of these people. I'm gonna be honest. George Stephanopoulos? No, I knew he was a journalist. I didn't know you speaking about him in code, where you said he oh, sounded God. like Snuffleupagus. No, somebody else, an old show that I used to listen to, used to call him Snuffleupagus. Okay, that's what I didn't know. That's not, fair, not, okay. I, it's not who I didn't know who George Stephanopoulos was. <laughs> uh, number 12, Jake Tapper. Okay. Cool. Uh, number 11, this one's, Have this Jake one, Taffer I think. And John, Jake Tapper and John Taffer ever done a crossover? Because I would watch that. News like- rescue. John Taffer could just walk in and be like, how's your marriage? Good? Okay, let me think of something else I can fix. This show News sucks. Rescue. Shut it down. And it would be like, you're, you're, it's, too, it's, it's too political. There's too, there's too, it's too partisan. Ah, people don't want this. It would be great. I would, this is, people need to come to me for more programming. They really, I Mark, I, why you and I don't do development, I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Uh, development's Number- great because I can just throw out an idea and be like, why don't you go work on that? And then I would be on one of those power player lists. See? Be like, he didn't do anything except come up with the idea. Air quotes. Oversee it. Number 11, Ben yeah. Shapiro. Ben Shapiro. Another Kyle Rittenhouse-esque swarmy fuck. Yeah. I, the man I, 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 is just a little too uptight. He hasn't ever had fun. Yeah. It just seems like. Ben Shapiro, like, I wish I could go, I'd like to say that I would protest him if he were speaking at my college, but in reality, I would be like, who the fuck is going to go to this? Why am I going to waste my time? Number 10, the the article describes him as a a resident satirist. Um, I just read it more properly as racist. Uh, Number 10 is Greg Gutfeld. Gutfeld. Yeah, number 10 is Greg Gutfeld. Um, Number 9 is Maggie Haberman. This Mac identifies as a PC. (laughs) Shut the fuck up, Greg. Number 9 is Maggie Haberman. Okay. I mean, she has total access to Trump. That makes sense. Well, if we're uh, going to... Why don't we put the fucking MyPillow guy at number 1, if that's what we're judging a list by? Right. This is where it's even more not fair because before they put they put um uh you know Steve Ducey and Brian Kilmeade and Poppy Harlow and Caitlin Collins and Don Lemon all together right as a group yeah this one is number eight I think is less you like news breaking them up and no number eight listen to this see this is the biggest cop out on the whole list what the biggest cop out on the whole list number eight Lester Holt Nora O'Donnell David Muir they don't, they don't even work for the same goddamn network. Yeah, they all have the same job, and they, they the three network an- anchors, they just tied them. That's all. Yeah, this is bullshit. This list sucks. You picked a Number suck seven, list. Matt Drudge. <laughs> Drudge is more important than Lester Holt? I don't believe it. I mean, like, listen, I, I, Drudge is I, my my most visited site on the internet I know, because you, live, you, you surf the internet in 1997. You read Fark.com and the Drudge Report. So They're great aggregators. They do me more shit from E-bombs world. It's just because no one's done a better job than them since 1997 doesn't mean I should stop reading them. Uh-huh. Number six, Sean Hannity. All right. Uh, now we're into the top five. You ready for it? Yes. Hit me with it. N- number five, uh, Morning Joe, Mika, Joe, and Willie. Okay. All right. I think that's fair. I think the news. I think uh, if we. If I were the news media right now, what I would start doing is I would start reporting on their relationship, like the GMA3 anchors. And I would be like, I thought you guys cared and these people were fucking. I thought this is what we cared about now. (laughs) Uh, Number four is everyone's favorite, Tucker Carlson. Oh, man. Do you think the biggest move in his career is when he stopped wearing bow ties? 
I I noticed that that was I I or I didn't notice that actually. I'm just starting to realize that now that he doesn't wear bow ties anymore. Yeah, yeah. It made him like he now he's more of like a like a tie wearing racist as opposed to a right. bow tie wearing racist. As we're, you know, respectably dressing. Mm. Number three, Chris Light and David Zaslaw. Mm-hmm. David Zaslaw. Is there a show you like? Well, might not be around much longer. <laughs> I don't know much about that guy. I've heard his name. I know very little about him. Just seems to be one more thing where like a guy is is getting involved in streaming with you know HBO Max and whatever, and they're they're merging I think Discovery Plus and HBO Max into one service called Max, and he's just cutting shit. And it's 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 like you know. And look, I understand everything's a business. I get it, but it is. There's a lot of like, how can we squeeze as much profit out of everything all the time? And that's yes at at. at it, at the at the art and or uh, people we lose is irrelevant as long as the dollars are going up. Number two, yeah. Uh, anyone missing from the list so far you think should have been there? Most powerful people in media. Well, news media. I don't know. Like, how is Donald Trump not on the list? Well, because he's not in news media. He's a subject. Okay. Uh. The same way that, like, like you would, you would, you know, you wouldn't put Biden or Obama or or a governor of a state on. All right, then no, I don't know who's not on here yet. Number two, Elon Musk. Is he in news media? I mean, now because he owns Twitter, yeah. Well, then why isn't Mark Zuckerberg on this list? Uh, I think he was somewhere up further. Okay. I'll have to go see. We there was there was fifty positions we didn't go over. Oh yeah, and I don't regret that at all. By the way. <laughs> Uh, which uh, Twitter keeps getting crazier, dude. Yeah, and now they suspended the uh, the jet tracking account or whatever. He, Elon that's Musk so is fucked just, up because that's public information. Yeah, he's just an asshole. Everyone just has to go to Flight Aware now to find it instead of that guy's Twitter account. Exactly. Who's uh, number, number one? one? Suzanne Scott. Okay, a name you might not be familiar with. So it's a woman. I don't think she hosts a show. That implies to me that she's probably like, is she in charge of Fox News? She is. Very good job, Mark. Yeah. The CEO of Fox News. Okay. I would love to watch uh, watch one of her like staff meetings. I have to imagine that it's something along the lines of, okay, financials are good. What are we doing on air today? Haven't attacked a... Um... <laughs> Uh, I feel like African-American crime does well for us. Also, uh, you know what we say when there's less inflation, more immigration. Exactly. Yeah. We uh, also. Hey, um, I heard there was a college kid that uh, uh, wants to, to, to fuck a mattress or something and, uh, and marry it. Can we get that on the news? But say that it's a transgender thing. Thank you. Uh, also that it's a pervasive thing that's everywhere. Right. Yeah. Right back here tomorrow for more great uh, uh, brainstorming. Hey, Ryan, somebody yeah, else Mark. went overboard on a cruise ship again. What? Yes, a woman has died after going overboard on a cruise ship, traveling from the Bahamas to Florida. A 36-year-old female. Um, this is twice in like two weeks. Yeah, this one didn't end the same. Oh, no. She's dead. Oh. Was uh, it an accident or a suicide? According to a passenger, a staffer on the cruise ship said the woman jumped. We have not confirmed the info. Yeah. Good Lord. That's sad. It is sad. But also, as I've said, not like you would care, but I it's one of the more inconsiderate ways to do it. I just finished reading, um, and, and it's a book nobody will follow me and read, but The Great Bridge by David McCullough. It's, it's a big, thick book about the building of the Brooklyn Bridge. It was wonderful. But there is, God there's a damn whole... it, that sounds boring. And here's oh, the my... thing. Here's what's important to note, because we haven't mentioned this in a while. Ryan does not read books. He listens to them, which <clears throat> makes it, in like, that makes Which is that, why I can listen to The Great Bridge. Exactly. Yeah. If yeah. you had to read The Great Bridge, <laughs> I think it would be very, very boring. Maybe I just have, like, trauma, but I feel like professors in college, you know, like, you'd get the reading list. Did me and you'd talking and- about suicide make you think of a book about a bridge you read? Yeah. Oh, dark. And, and 
yeah, well, I'll get there in a second. I'll tell you why. But like, I felt like a book like that is some, like I studied history and the professor would be like, you must complete the great bridge by next week to discuss. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? Some of the, some of the, if you, if, if you ever studied history, you know what I mean? Okay. Some, I didn't. But there was a whole chapter dedicated to when the bridge was finished. The people who like made it their goal to die on it. And, and how many people like it was, um, uh, sort of like a rite of passage to jump off the Brooklyn bridge and people would try to like a rite like, of passage. Yeah. They would like go on dates with their girlfriend and be like, look, I can survive this and jump off the bridge. And in a surprising number of them survived, not all of them did. Um, but, but there was like, Yeah. How was your date last night? Well, it was good. We went to a lovely spot on the Lower East Side. Then we went for a little walk, you know, holding hands on the Brooklyn Bridge. Then the guy jumped off and killed himself accidentally. <laughs> he told in, me that he could survive. In a feat of strength. <laughs> if I could survive, just jump this. Think about how long I could last in the bedroom. <laughs> just... But yeah, like the, the, it was very much like that. More people were jumping off the bridge to show like the, like their strength and that they could do it than for anything else. Uh, oh, okay. That's weird. It's crazy. How many did, were there stats? It's pretty wild to jump off a bridge not expecting to die. Yeah. Um, well, there, there was one guy who was the most famous for doing it, but they think that he faked it. Um, that Because he kept telling everyone he was going to do it, and then he chickened out. And then one day he showed up at a bar just sopping wet, like, I just did it. And um, oh, who the, would believe that? Well, they think what happened is that his friends threw a dummy off the top and he was already in the river. They waited for like a boat to come by. And when they saw a boat coming by, the friends threw a dummy over and then he swam to the boat. So that a bunch of random people on this boat that have never heard of this guy can be like, what the fuck? What? And he'd be like, yeah, I've been telling everyone in my life. You, you guys saw I, this. Yeah, and apparently, like, that was his thing, you know? Like, he's like, I'm the guy that jumped off the bridge. Holy shit, before we had computers and technology and stuff, <laughs> humans were the worst. I mean, we haven't gotten much better, but our time-passing activities were dumb as fuck. Oh, now, shit, granted, yeah. I mean, is it better than scrolling TikTok? I don't know. Would it be more fun to fake jump off bridges? Perhaps. Perhaps. But, you know... Uh, <laughs> what's your thing? Oh, I constantly tell people I'm going to jump off a bridge? Yeah. What year was that thing built? Uh, it was like right after the Civil War. So it was like, I think it was completed in eight in the 1890s, like 1891 or something like that. But it, it took, you know, a decade to build. Did they it have indoor plumbing then? They did have uh, some forms of indoor plumbing, but I don't think in the way you would think about it now. But what's most amazing is, is that do you know what um, ailment was discovered pretty much like making the Brooklyn Bridge? Broken penis syndrome from telling your date that you could jump off it? What? No, the the bends. Oh. Yeah. That like like there was there was it, there was bridges in France and on the Mississippi River and in and the Brooklyn Bridge, they were all being built right about the same time and the people that were working building the the base underneath were getting bent and they didn't know what it was. Like that's everyone yeah, the guy it was bad. So what is the bends? The bends are, I might, I hope I medically explain this right, but it's basically that when you go deep nitrogen, the nitrogen in your blood expands. And yeah. if you don't come back up at the, like if you don't decompressurize at the right rate or at a, you know, at, at a consistent slow rate, then um, those bubbles get caught in your joints. Ugh. And apparently it's, it can, it's, it's crippling. I mean, it's, it's, it's. Is awful. it like permanent? Yes, and not uh, so. If you get, you can go in a decompression chamber, and and fix it. And and somebody actually, I think, came up for the idea for the decompression chamber while they were working on the bridge. And they're like, "That's silly," and they ignored them. Um, but um, but but if you don't fix it, then you will have lifelong effects. Yeah. Ooh. All right. That's not good. No. Got about three minutes left. I figure we should. We didn't do charities yesterday, so we should do it today. All right. Why don't you? Uh... Well, today uh, there are two, uh, there's a 16 and 17 year old sibling pair apparently that are in foster care and their foster person asked for $200 for each kid for Christmas gifts. So I did that. That is what I donated today. A total of 
$400, which is more than I expect anyone listening to do, but just a reminder that there is, you know, Care Portal or whatever, there's places you can go and help people out. So that was my contribution for today. Uh, mine is Habitat for Humanity. Oh, that's nice. Right? Did you ever go on one of those trips? I never did. My my roommate in college uh, is an architect, and he's been on many. In fact, I think he even did one with, with Jimmy Carter. Oh. Yeah. See, now, those those things, I always looked at them in, 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 uh, in college. It seemed like certain people would go on the trips basically just to drink and bang at night <laughs> well no for my friend it was it was very practical because you know it's the field he's in so it was sort of like hands-on you know practical experience that he could go out and get now they have people that are actual architects and builders work on those along with the college students right i i assume there's somebody in charge like that knows they're not what like they're hey we gave you a house but it was built by 40 <laughs> college students who have absolutely no fucking idea what they're doing yeah i, I think that there are some people actually in charge yeah it's really Habitat O oh, the Humanity when it collapses <laughs> upon you. That was a smart joke, Mark. Thank you. Uh, you get a star for that Thank one. you very much. Uh, that was very good. Uh, yeah, so... I, well, anyway, uh, closing up the shows for the week. Uh, I gotta go buy some roller skates, so that's what I'm doing tonight. Are you really? Yeah. Where, where are you going roller skating? I'm not going roller skating. My niece wants roller skates, so I've got to figure. I've got to find uh, roller skates tonight. First of all, get her. She she wants blades, right? No, she said she wanted roller skates. Do, does she know the difference? No, uh, kid no, she's the... she's six. Okay, don't get her fucking roller skates. Get her bl- check with her mom or dad and get her blades. Roller skates are hard as shit. Blades are what kids. No one buys roller skates anymore. That's she like the told 80s. me she wanted roller skates. She is a six-year-old. Why don't you confirm with her father? Fine. You see the value in what I'm saying, right? I I thought about roller roller blades, but I'm like, those are way too futuristic workout for a tiny little playing child. She just wants to go back and forth in the driveway. She's not looking to get on a bike trail and go ten miles. I don't know. Maybe she could. Maybe she's going to become an inline skater. I, I have no idea. <laughs> anyway, any thoughts before we get out of here? No, that's it. All right, uh, we'll be back two shows next week. Remember, uh, anything you can give this holiday season, someone out there appreciates it. Be here tomorrow. Bye. Goodbye.